0: You are listening to Japan Experts, the podcast that helps you make your trip to Japan a truly unique and immersive experience. I'm your host, Miyuki Seguchi. I moved overseas to study at age of 18. Since then, I've gained immersive travel experiences in a few dozen countries and realized Japan is a country I should be proud of. And so I learned all things about Japan and became a licensed guide. Now, I'm here to help travelers like you to plan and prepare for a trip to Japan. Whether you are traveling solo or you don't speak Japanese, I've got you covered. All you need is a bit of courage to immerse yourself in Japan. I'll give you all the knowledge you need to plan your trip, travel confidently and interact with Japanese people, so that you are totally excited and encouraged to make a trip to Japan. Welcome back to another episode of the Japan Experts Podcast. I'm your host, Miyuki Seguchi. This is the last episode of 2023, and I want to say a big thank you for your support. I'm so pleased that the Japan Experts Podcast has added 26 new episodes this year, including this one, and that... This bi-weekly show has continued to run for more than three years since the first launch of 2020. Thanks so much for being here with me. And a massive thank you to those who have helped spread the word about the Japan Experts podcast. I'd also like to say a thank you to amazing listeners who have given a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and to long-time listeners who have continued to provide financial support through Patreon. Running a podcast isn't easy. This is something I can say after more than three years of running it. In fact, I had challenging times this year, so I really appreciate you being here with me today and supporting this show. Before introducing today's episode, I have a quick but very exciting announcement for you. I'll be hosting a brand new Japan Travel Masterclass, tailoring your Japan experience. If you'd like to make an amazing trip to Japan happen in 2024, and yet you are feeling overwhelmed with where to start with your travel planning journey, this is opportunity for you. I will walk you through a very simple process to help you find clarity and make the best decisions for you. It's totally free, So, I encourage you to save your spot from the link in the show notes. Okay, so today, I'd like to introduce an interview that I was part of about a month ago. I was invited to speak with fellow podcaster Tony Vega of the Japan Station Podcast. In this episode, we talked about five things to know before going to Japan, or as Tony describes it as five tips to make your Japan trip great. He is so energetic, is fluent in Japanese, and has been to Japan many times. So it was great to talk to him, and I hope you enjoyed the interview.
1: Right now is an amazing time to visit Japan. Uh, In fact, I think it's one of the best times to visit Japan in in years because, well, here's the thing. The Japanese yen has gone down the toilet. (laughs) So I know that's kind of harsh, but it's kind of the truth. So if you're earning dollars or a lot of other major currencies, it's actually really, really favorable for you to go spend some money in Japan right now. Food, hotels, transportation, just about everything is so much cheaper than it was a few years ago. So if you're thinking about finally going to Japan, experience it, do it, pull that trigger, get over there, have some fun. But before you do that, I have this episode of Japan Station for you. So my name is Tony.Vega, and here on the show, I interview people and we talk about Japan. So on this episode, my guest is Miyuki Seguchi. She's a licensed travel guide based in Gifu Prefecture. She's also the host of Japan Experts, uh, a podcast about Japan, and uh, she offers tips for traveling in Japan as well. So today she's going to share five tips about what to do before you go to Japan. It's great information. She also tells us about what it's like becoming a travel guide in japan not just a travel guide though a licensed travel guide and let me tell you here spoiler alert it's not easy (laughs) it's not easy at all (laughs) so that's a really interesting story as well Uh, i had a great time talking to miyuki of course all the links will be in the show notes in the description if you want to follow up on anything that she mentions but for now let's get into it here's my conversation with miyuki seguchi I know you're you're a licensed guide like so what what does that mean like i obviously you do tours and stuff like that but like licensed like there's a there's a program in japan like you have to pass some tests or something like like what is that
0: sure sure so um currently in japan um mm-hmm. anyone who wants to provide a uh, guided tools to international mm-hmm. business can do uh um, can offer the service um mm-hmm. but we have a national guide licensed guide system mm. um, in which um basically like we need to um li- all the licensed um tour guide has to pass the exam that's run by the Japanese government. Mm. So um that's taken um annually so just mm. only one time ta- like once every year on um, this exam. And I did I took the um the exam uh just like before the pandemic, uh, so mm. it has been a few years um, since I passed the exam and right. became the certified guide. Yes.
1: Mm, cool, cool, cool. And like, what, what, what is the test like? Like, do they ask you like about, I don't know, like, well, yeah? Because does it depend on like what kind of tours you're going to give, or is the 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 the, the test the same for everybody? <laughs> Um,
0: <laughs> yes, I can answer that.
1: <laughs> so, you don't yes, not because... the answers, but just a general idea. Like, so, uh, yes. it's so um, interesting, like a tour guide, like everybody, okay, everybody has to know this, like what, what, what kind of things do they ask?
0: Um, so to give a simple answer, probably yeah. the exam is a lot more harder than that. So, mm-hmm. so for the year, um, just to give an example, like give you the reference, I mean, mm-hmm. Uh, for the year like passing rate for the year I passed the exam the passing rate was under 10% so True. it's not exam you can pass yeah. without studying very hard so right. basically there are five uh, subjects you have to take a test on um, which mm-hmm. is a uh, first round of the process mm-hmm. so you have the English or the language you speak history mm-hmm. geography travel regulations and laws or and what's called general knowledge Mm. Uh, which covers anything related to japan so Mm -hmm. um from the number of japanese nobel prize winners to a place that the popular movies will film that to the constitution of japan like which Um,
1: has the best onigiri stuff like that right like uh, (laughs) no 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 no. no, no. yeah i'm joking i'm joking
0: So the things that have a specific answer. Um, yeah, I
1: know, I know. I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, like general Japan knowledge. And it, it's the kind of stuff that I'm sure tourists, like they'll ask you or comes up naturally in a tour. You know, you might be talking about something and, and all that knowledge helps you when you're, you know, talking to to like a, a person on your tour, right?
0: Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so basically that's the first round of the exam. And the... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the when you pass uh, the so when you score the seventy or above in mm. each subject, you will be invited to the second round of the examination, which is mm. a face to face interview. Oh, so wow. where your presentation, interpretation, and the hospitality skills are examined, among wow. all other things. So Whew. that's yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the process basically. Yeah,
1: wow, wow, wow. So. Just uh, curious, like, so how long did you prepare for that?
0: So I, so usually uh, mm-hmm. many people uh, uh, do, so so it's just only that examination takes place only once a year, once mm-hmm. a year. So usually many people um, take uh, multiple years to pass um, the exam. Mm-hmm. And I went to the school. Actually, there is a school in Japan that's oh, wow. dedicated to um, this examination. And wow. I went there. Actually, many people, uh, many license guide, uh, most of the people I know go to this school. But wow. uh, basically, I went there like for about uh, ten months. Uh, so mm-hmm. very intensive, uh, yeah. and I studied very hard and passed exam for just like with a one try <laughs>
1: because wow, i didn't want awesome. to
0: study any longer
1: so. i know yeah true 10 months that's that's amazing jeez. huh so but then okay so you have the license but now you do you do your your own private tours like do you have your own company like what what do you do now
0: so i do provide uh private tours in my mm-hmm. home region which is central mm-hmm. japan Mm-hmm. But I also provide a range of pre-travel services that are designed to help international businesses and create their personalized travel plan that maximizes their Japan experience. So mm-hmm. these are like mainly two things I do as part of my um service.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I, I assume lately you know you know there was like what two two three years of like nothing and now it's like pff, just crazy right the, the tourism again people are coming back to japan right now right
0: yes, definitely, yeah.
1: yes. yeah 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 me too so <laughs> and the yen is so cheap right now so it's like it's such a great time to go to japan for like people with dollars right now so <laughs> totally recommend it <laughs> <laughs> exactly Yeah. Yes. yeah it's, yes. it's a great time to visit japan definitely definitely so um all right so well you know we we talked before uh you know you you contacted me and we were talking about what we could talk about and since you know you have this you know professional background in tourism you're a licensed guide and you you work with you know so many people that come and and you know do private tours and all that I'm I'm you you have an interesting perspective you know compared to me me I've been to Japan so many times I kind of like I don't even think about it anymore but you get to talk to so many people that have been to Japan you know they're going for the first time you know every is new to them they don't they're worried about the language they're worried about this and that and they don't know, you know anything you know so uh, i'm curious like from given your experiences you know what what are some tips that you can give people going to japan i know you you prepared kind of five general you know tips or advice for people could you kind of give us uh, some of that information for anybody that's thinking about going to japan
0: sure absolutely mm-hmm. so my first suggestion is mm-hmm. to plan your trip properly and this is such an obvious thing, but mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough about the importance of travel um, planning if you'd like to make the most of your visit. Mm-hmm. And while my clients who visited Japan earlier this year said, I had never done this much tra- this much planning for a trip before but mm-hmm. wasn't going to if I didn't work with you. But I'm so glad I did because we, would, we wouldn't we would have done half as much as we had being able to if we want not planning.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: in fact, one of the things I found through speaking to hundreds of people who are considering visiting Japan is that too many people are leaving the details undecided until they arrive at their destination. Mm-hmm. So people say they have an itinerary, but when I actually speak to these people, what they have is a list of cities or towns where they have booked accommodation. Right. So while I understand some people prefer to have some flexibility in their itinerary, if you are creating a multi-city travel plan and want to maximize your travel experience, it would be best to be more specific about your travel plan
1: absolutely and and like for example like there's two things that can happen um you know if you don't prepare ahead of time for example there's many places might have a take which is like once a week it might be a tuesday or a wednesday or a thursday or something usually oftentimes i think it's like tuesdays or mondays like that a day off the store is closed the, the restaurant is closed and if you don't look that up ahead of time you're not going to know you're going to show up it's going to be closed and that's it you can't you miss your chance maybe um and then other like museums and stuff sometimes you have to reserve ahead of time like i know like the tokyo jib museum and some other places like you really have to have a good like i don't know maybe a few weeks or maybe months ahead of time to get like a good time because they can be very popular so absolutely like i i I totally agree with that and and if you don't you can miss out on on some of the stuff that you really want to do sometimes
0: Yes. And another benefit, if I could add, is yeah. to um, you're likely to um, sometimes like if you uh, make the advanced bookings, you can get a discount for the ticket. Ah, um,
1: good point, yes. good point. So
0: mm-hmm. um, there are many benefits to um, early travel planning.
1: I'd yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good point. Good point. Um, all right. So then what, what's another what's another tip that you have for us?
0: Um, so my second suggestion is to know what options they are available beyond major tourist attractions. Um, mm-hmm. So actually, like one of my uh, clients who joined my private tour in Hikone, and that's where I, one of the places I provide a tour, um, is that I, she said uh, she really enjoyed getting away from hustle and bustle of the crowds in the city uh, mm-hmm. with my side trip to Hikone. Mm-hmm. And she said she also said she advised anybody doing a multi-city tour to build in some downtime in local areas. Um mm-hmm. uh, because she found that the like Kone was like more quiet and nice compared to all other locations. And she didn't uh, really aware she wasn't really aware of the location before, but it was um one of the um highlights of her trip, as she said. So mm-hmm um these are uh, lo- there are like so many um locations uh that are not um well known or mm-hmm. um to many people but um these are places uh there are like a lot of places that are worst-based thing and it's just like not unknown but yeah. <laughs> uh it's yeah. just like not not well known but the sure. it's, it's still like it's very um the appearing to many people. And if you love some kind of like uh, quieter time, or like you want to um, have some downtime away from major cities, uh, there are like so many places you could consider in rural areas and the countryside. And that that's something I'm want to um promote more on so.
1: yeah yeah absolutely i mean you know it's it's the common thing right you go to tokyo and then you might like you know stay mostly in that area but there, there's so much more you know outside of there and you know like hikone for example i've, I've been to the castle in hikone I, I haven't really seen much aside from that but the, the hikone castle is one of my favorites it's it's such a great and unique place he's like it, it's so different from other castles like i i really remember that that visit to hikone castle so um. i'm so
0: i'm so glad to hear that because <laughs> because that's the one of my uh, favorite castles as well so yeah
1: yeah yeah it's it's very different in the architecture the construction and it's like original right so like it it's not one of like like osaka castle for example you know it's concrete and stuff it's cool it's cool but you know to get to see like an original castle with a different style of architecture um yeah like i that's a trip that I really remember. So like, I, I totally recommend checking out Hikone. Yep.
0: That's great. Yes, indeed, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: all right, so then uh, number three, what, what else do you have for us?
0: So my third suggestion mm-hmm. is to add experience-based activities with locals to your itinerary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know when planning a trip, um, people usually start with where should I visit or where must visit places. But what's interesting is that one of the most memorable experiences that are often heard from my clients who visit Japan are experience-based activities. So a mm-hmm. cooking class or a craft making workshop or staying at traditional inns or trying out onsen. So this type of experiences seems to be found enjoyable for many international businesses. So I'd suggest adding some experience-based activities to your itinerary if possible and try to book a session with uh, local artisans or specialists. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's such a good point. And for example, you know, like, you you know, many people end up seeing a lot of temples and shrines. And for many people, you know, unless they're really into the history, they all just kind of like seem the same after a while. But you know, like the experience is something, you know, it really sticks with you. And then you go home and you tell like actually I learned how to, I don't know, like make onigiri or something. Like I learned I, I was I was like beating mochi. I was making mochi or something. Like that's something that really, really sticks with you. And and you tell all your friends when you get back, right?
0: exactly
1: yeah 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 yes um no that that's absolutely i totally recommend that as well like some of my you know best memories are just even talking to people right just like at a restaurant somebody starts talking to you and you're like oh then then you know that's a story that you have for when you go home as well yes yeah um all right so what do you have next for us then (laughs) <laughs> so
0: actually uh, actually um what we just discussed at uh, least oh, okay. my second point, but uh-huh. the next point, yeah. um, which is to hire a local guide. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah I yeah.
0: yes, I should already mention this um yeah. because um well, like my clients uh who visit the historical districts of uh Kanazawa uh, said yeah. the it didn't really appeal to them um, very much because as uh, they they said like they didn't really know much about the history. Right. Um, but the same client actually visited uh, the the town that I take them to the historical districts of some other cities in the central Japan. And mm-hmm. they absolutely love the area and they said having a guide who can explain things that are hard to tell by simply exploring on their own. Uh, made um the experience so much different and so these um uh the the stories and the behind the scene um facts and um interesting um things uh something like you didn't notice uh just like by simply going uh um Going out like self-guided tools. so th- this is mm-hmm. something I would uh, recommend. And like like you like you said, like interaction with locals. Um, so whatever mm-hmm. I design my tools, I aim to uh, create as many opportunities as possible for my guests to interact with other locals. So mm-hmm. these um, type of experiences are very much appreciated my my guests, and they usually tell me these are the uh, one of the a major highlight of their trip. So.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like I even like, you know, a a half day or a one day tour, you know, can really make a difference. Uh, You know, for example, like I, I was... I don't know, like uh, I think it's almost coming close to two years now, but I was in Finland Um, and I took a tour through like this kind of hiking area. And it was really nice. Like he took us the whole way and was explaining, you know, the history and the trees and the significance and the cultural significance and this and that. And it made the whole thing much more memorable. Like it was a, a pretty place, but you know, like if I would have been by myself, just walk, 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 walk. Oh, pretty tree, pretty tree, walk, 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 pretty tree, pretty tree, walk, 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 you know, but now, now, like I remember the stories and, you know, the significance of this and how they would eat in this place and blah, blah, blah. Like it, it, it's a much richer memory, much richer experience, and, and something that I, I still remember to this day. So, absolutely, the same for for Japan. Like mm. whether it's a like uh, you know going to a temple or whatever, one of these historic districts. There's so much that I'm sure you know. You had to spend ten months, you know, study this. <laughs> Yes. You yes. can tell us a lot.
0: <laughs> and it's it's a never-ending story. So it's not yeah. only the 10 months that I kind of like yeah. focused on studying for the exam, but like all the license guide. Uh yeah. like continue to study because it's it's never th- there's no end, right? Yeah. So like they continue to build up all the knowledge. So I, I just want to um, tell anyone who's visiting Japan, like try try. Um, going a day or like half a day even to uh, spend with a guide, licensed (laughs) guide, um, the the experience will be uh, so much different.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like, I mean, because there's always like also new stuff coming out, right? There might be like a new shop that becomes like the the super popular thing. And, you know, you, you might not know it because it might be like off on a little side street. But when you're yes. with a guide, they might tell you, actually, lately, this thing has been happening. You go, oh, OK, maybe we should go check it out. So, you know, you can totally miss that if you if you're not aware, especially if you don't speak the language and you're not like keeping up with the news or something like that.
0: Yeah, so it, it saves so much time and also makes your visit so much efficient. So you can mm-hmm. um, visit so many places in the in the time you have. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. another benefit I, I'd like to add. Yes.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, so you have one more uh, tip for us, I think?
0: Yes. So okay. my final suggestion is to learn some conversation starters in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So one of my clients who absolutely loved Japan on her first visit to um, my country, uh, she said it would have been good to have more knowledge of the language. And this is something I will work on for my next trip, she said. Mm -hmm. so, And in fact, one of the requests I've been receiving while working with uh, many clients is to help them with conversational Japanese. And mm-hmm. I do provide uh, private lessons for people who are interested in um, learning um, some Japanese. And my student who participated in my lessons, and, and they took a trip to Japan, and he said uh, knowing the language made a huge difference, and mm-hmm. it's invaluable when it comes to getting around and visiting places, and it has opened a door for me to break the ice and interact with locals, um, he yeah. said. Mm-hmm. So... So I believe if you'd like to have a deeper level of experiences in Japan, um, which is more enjoyable, like you said, mm-hmm. than simply visiting sites, um, interaction with locals is a key. And uh, to do that, it will be important to learn the conversational Japanese or higher guide can work as a bridge with locals.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um I mean you you can definitely go to Japan and not know any Japanese, especially in the big cities. You know, you you can mm-hmm. totally get by and it it's fine. But you know, like even if you know a little bit of Japanese and you try talking to somebody, a lot of times you'll get a really nice reaction, and go like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then instead of like, well, you just talk to somebody in English, they like many people just kind of panic. <laughs> "Ah, ah, ah." (laughs) but you know even a little bit Japanese can really go a long way and and can really you know spark that conversation and then the other person starts to try to speak some English and you can kind of you know communicate you know in in between you know some Japanese some English (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) yes Uh, that's definitely definitely Uh, all right so you you do tours as well so can people like reach out to you and and like Say, Miyuki, I want to do this or this. Like, how, how does it work? Like, if, if people are interested,
0: yes. So, I have a website. So, all the details are on my website. But just to quickly, uh, I do um, live in central Japan. So, mm-hmm. all my tours are uh, so I do provide tours to locations in Aichi, Gifu, Shiga. And that's the areas that are close to where I live. So, I provide uh, tours there. So what, uh, one thing that might be unique to my tools is that uh, all of my tools are free, customizable and private tools. So I design and create tools based on the needs and the interests of, of my guests. So um, usually I pick uh, one or two sites uh, that are worth visiting and that are culturally and historically important to um important site, mm-hmm. and also I combine the experience-based activities like I mentioned like with the local artisans or specialists so could be the like um, sword making demonstration mm-hmm. or tea tasting and branding or the some like pottery workshop with uh, some painting experiences sort of the experience with the locals mm-hmm. and also I pick a uh, like uh, the restaurant that serves the best local specialties, which usually don't have the English menu, so mm-hmm. um, you the, my guests can taste the uh, best of the local dishes and in a very authentic feel um to it. Um, so mm-hmm. these uh, yeah, I do provide uh, um day tour usually. Um, mm-hmm. so one place I provide tours is uh, Hikone, as you mentioned. The Hikone mm-hmm. Castle tour is something I provide, or I provide tours to Nagoya. Or um, some other locations in my home region. So,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and what, just I'll include the link in, in the description and all that, but what's the website?
0: Oh, so my website is basically my name. So, miyukiseguchi.com. Okay. Um. Yes.
1: Great, great, great. great. And then you also do a podcast, as I said uh, at the beginning, but what uh, can you tell us a little bit about the show?
0: Yes. So, I host. Um, the uh, podcast called Japan Experts. So all the content is designed to help international business with planning and preparing for a trip to Japan. So this has covered a number of topics, including practical tips and actionable steps that you can apply to your travel planning journey. So um, simply just search the Japan Experts and you will find it. Um, Yeah, and if you are so podcast is completely free and if you are looking to um looking for some additional free resources i do offer a step by step um japan travel guide uh the seven steps to creating your unique immersive travel experiences so if you are interested you are welcome to grab one uh, from my website too
1: Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, again, all the links will be in the description in the show notes. So, uh, if you're interested in, in going to Japan, especially, you know, central Japan, you want to, uh, have Miyuki, uh, take you to, you know, the most amazing tour ever, uh, you know, through Hikone and Aichi and, and, uh, Gifu as well, uh, which I, I haven't been to Gifu. So maybe I should go, you know, check out Gifu with you. <laughs> Like I was, I was literally just like a a month ago or so I was in Aichi and Shiga. Uh, Oh no, you missed the Gifu? Yeah, I missed Gifu. Yeah, because I was walking the Tokaido. So the Tokaido doesn't go to Gifu. Oh no, (laughs) but it's so gross. I know, but it's not the Tokaido. so i have to go to give Gifu, us Gifu a, one a place i haven't been to yet i should go check it out so please, uh, but <laughs> anyway check it out guys uh description yuki thank you so much for making time for for sharing your your knowledge uh and, and sharing those tips thank you
0: my great pleasure thank you so much for having me
1: yeah all right <laughs> see you next time
0: thank you